0: Brian, we're getting deep into the podcast now. We've started with getting started in real estate. We went in episode one, if you're just joining us, check that out. We went about uh, over how to get your license, approach to that internship. In the second episode, we went over buyer's agent versus seller's agent. If you're just joining us, you definitely want to check that episode out. We're going to go deeper into each one of those later on, but gives a very good overview of a thought process that Brian and Myra sort of thought about in their experience in real estate. And today we are talking about thinking of yourself as a business owner, not a solopreneurship real estate agent, Brian.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's This is probably one of the biggest lessons I learned Um, and something I used to teach in my classes a lot of times when I was doing a lot of traveling and everything was, I used to title this whole little section called stop being a human being. Okay. Because as a human being in the, in the world of economy, right? There really is no value now in your church, your family, your neighborhood, your friends, ton of value. Okay. But in the world of business of the economy, you have zero value as a human being, all the benefits and all the tax breaks and all the financial freedom comes from business. And it was it was a long road for me. I'm a knuckle dragger, meathead, right? So I, it took a lot to get through this thick head of mine to understand to run a full fledged business. And once I understood it, and once I started applying it, that's where our financial freedom started kicking off. You know, so really run this more as a business. Think of this as a business and not as a sole prop or a solopreneur but as an entrepreneur does when they approach this this thing of real estate.
0: I think it's a big mistake and it's uh, I wrote a whole book on it, which is actually right here, which you and I have taught this. We taught this for how many years? A lot of years is how to build a business plan. And real estate agents have in many times, I think, come back to us and said, well, that's not how I was thinking about it or why do I need to think about it that way? Well, let me give you a quick example, having a little bit of experience in real estate, not as much as you, Brian, but also in mortgages is if you run it as a solopreneurship, you are going to run out of time in your day and your business is not going to hopefully keep going up. It's going to look like a camel. And the reason is, is because one month you're going to spend all your time marketing One way or the other, whether you're a buyer's agent, a seller's agent, or an investor, whatever or flipper, whatever you want to be, you're going to spend all this time doing that. And then the next month, you're going to spend all your time closing that transaction. And then you're going to get behind, you're going to close that transaction, you're going to get somewhere, a lump of revenue somewhere or the other, and then you're going to have to go back to marketing again, because there's literally not enough time in the day to do it. So you've got to build a business plan. And I know that sounds sort of crazy to some people listening, but if you're not doing that, and that means building a team, which we are going to not go into in depth, we'll go into that in another episode. But Brian, maybe you can talk a little bit more about that because you run into that with real estate agents that you train all the time.
1: Yeah, it's, it's constant. In fact, I still remember to this day, the first question I asked Tariq El Moussa from the show Flipper Flop when I first met him. The first question I asked him, I remember we're in this big room is at this investor summit and I just couldn't, I was blown away by the question some people were asking, which was like, do you really wear flip-flops on the show? And they were asking Christina, you know, this is back when they were still married. Christina, where do you buy your dresses and your makeup? And it's like, dude, we're at a real estate investor conference. You've got two absolute just studs that are killing it in this business. And you're asking asking questions. So I remember the question I stood up and asked because it was very thought out was Tarek. I spoke directly to him and I said, how have you created a systematic business that allows you to be here, but yet your business is still running? You know, We are in Vegas. How You're here in Vegas doing this, but your business is still running in California. Lo and behold, shortly after that conference, Tarek and I become business partners and I start working with him. And the reason for that, I think truly was the fact that he recognized in me and I saw in him this is somebody I can learn from to understand how to become a business and not just a real estate investor that's flipping houses. And so being a business, what happens is you become very systematic to your point of you're going to spend one month marketing, and then you're going to spend the whole next couple days or weeks trying to fulfill on that marketing to make all those calls. You're going to get one good lead. You're going to work that lead to the end and you're going to make some revenue. But what happened all the other marketing that went down? They're gone and in the wind. So then you got to start all over again. But if you had the systems in place... That you had somebody that was working your leads and marketing. You were building your business and your team. You can close the transactions with the team that's behind you to help you close those transactions while you continue doing what you're an expert at doing, which is focusing on the business and growing the business. And, you know, that it, I'm telling you, that took me a while to learn because for the, the longest time, my wife and, and I, we ran lean and mean. It was just the two of us. And then we started understanding like we will not carry this business for the long haul if we don't actually start thinking like a business. So having the right systems in place, the right processes, the right people that are going to help you to get to that next level is how you actually start achieving some massive and major goals that allows you the freedom that you want in your life to be in one place while your business is still operating in another place.
0: I think I was talking to a real estate agent the other day. A very successful guy. He's he's doing a lot of deals. He I I don't know. Uh, I think he's doing five deals a month right now or something, oh, and. Yeah. When he he shared this thought with us originally when he got into the business. He's a great story. He was actually a janitor at Walmart, and now he's doing seventy. Uh, I think he's doing buyer side seventy deals a a, a year or something. I mean, he's doing wow. a lot of deals. But his, the the shift in his business was this. Originally, he was thinking of all of his commissions as his income. Yeah. And somebody pulled him aside and I won't say his name and said, "Hey look, man, you need to stop thinking about that that commission as income to you. You need to start thinking about that income as revenue to your real estate business." And what that mind sh- shift change or uh, that that mindset changed, shifted his thought to say, "Oh. Well, now I have this revenue because he even shared with us, he said, "My first my first uh, answer back was, oh, well, well, then if I hire someone, then that, that's going to cost me 70 grand to have an assistant. And the person said, yeah, it's going to cost you 70 grand to have the assistant so that you can add $300,000 more of revenue, which net-net still equates to more money than you're currently making now in your quote-unquote income. And once he did that, and he started looking at that as revenue into his business, so that he was looking at that as a business and had systems and processes and all these things. Well, now all of a sudden his business just exploded. Not because he he all of a sudden got more talent. Right. It's because he got the ability to scale.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's it you know, you hear this a lot of times and you'll hear a lot of people quote it. It's that it's that difference between working on the business versus in the business. When you're working in the business, it's your income. When you're working on the business, it's revenue to the company. You know, Grant Cardone, I I've had the privilege of working with that guy a few times in his company. When he bought that jet, the first Gulfstream 550, everybody said he was crazy. What they didn't see though, and what they didn't realize, and I've talked to him about this, is he was flying commercial, right? Probably first class and going to different events that he would speak at and then also analyze property. But he can only go based on the commercial schedule. The minute he got the jet... (laughs) He upped his ante in the in the events he was doing. He went from doing one event in one area to now doing three events in one day in three different states, analyzing multiple properties while he's at those events in multiple states so that jet, which cost him you know fifty million plus or something like that, increased his revenue fifty million plus i mean it just blew his business up now he's got a helicopter he's got another jet i mean. What happens is, and this, is, this was a really interesting thing that happened to me as a police officer. We were, me and my partner were working with one of his buddies. We were out to dinner with him. We were working with him on, on some security stuff. This guy was a very well-off person. And he got a call from his tax advisor while we were at dinner. And he took the call there at the table. Um, you know, Forget being respectful to us or anything. He just took the call. He's like, oh, it's my tax advisor. Let me see what he wants. And the tax advisor said on the call, yet I'm on speaker. You need to either buy a helicopter, build a pool, buy another house. You need to do something before this money goes to the IRS. That didn't trigger in my head when I first heard that because I was a police officer. Now being in business, people need to expand their business. You need to invest in your business in order to grow the business. It's just like a plant. It's not going to grow if you don't water it. If you keep taking the money from the, from the business to yourself as income, well, you're never going to grow but the minute you start watering that plant with the money that you're making right these commissions that income is that water to that business and you start growing that business now you got yourself a full-fledged garden and now you can really expand exponentially into your business
0: and it's just a it's just a mind shift it's the the mind shift from going from a w2 to yeah. to in, income on into your business that hits your profit and loss statement And I do want to mention this. I don't want to go into it deeply right now because I know we're going to dive into it, but not just thinking yourself as a business this way, but then as all the team members that you need, which we'll dive into in the next episode, but not all these team members are going to cost you money. You should be working with the mortgage broker who's helping you, not servicing you. If you have a good partner, And they could be a mortgage broker, for instance, that they could be feeding you leads. Now, that sounds crazy, but they are out there that that do that. You work with a title company. You don't want that title company just servicing. You want them uh, bringing leads back to you. So you're building this. Those are sort of the attributes that you want around it. But these are people in in the transaction that you also want on your team as a partner to your business, not to just you. And I think sometimes people get caught up on that. And the other thing is, is that if you build a personal brand, you do need a personal brand. Everybody should have a personal brand. But personal brands don't scale. That's the problem is Grant Cardone is awesome. And I've worked with him too, with you uh, before. problem is is he's got to get that jet to be in three places. But if it's a business and someone can represent the business and the business has a brand, which you can brand your team. Now, all of a sudden, not you don't need to show up every time. Someone from the business who has a brand and reputation can show up that's representing that, and now you can scale. And that's a big difference. And it's not just in real estate. This is just in life. You hear a lot of this stuff online, like, oh, have a personal brand, personal brand. I think you should have a personal brand. I've always kept an email list, and that allows me I know you do too, Brian, you have your Instagram and people can follow you, but you know, that doesn't scale well. And as a real estate agent, how are you going to take 10 customers out if you're a buyer's agent to see 10 deals today? There's literally not enough time, but if you've built a real estate team that has a brand, which you can name, you could call it your own name, Brian Brian and, and Myra and Associates or something like that. The associates expands the idea. And now all of a sudden, someone from, from B&M uh, associates shows up and you're not screwed. And yeah. I think that's a big mindset. Do you agree with that?
1: I do. And this whole thing about you know the biggest thing people need to understand, we're saying about thinking about it, mindset about it. The reason why I've seen a lot of people have such a difficult time making that pivot, and you got to understand, I made that pivot. I went from a W-2 police officer LAPD, career, stability, benefits, the whole thing to this entrepreneur, right? I left after 10 years, became an entrepreneur, did that pivot. It's difficult and it starts here. It's all This is where mentality really comes into play. And it's because the reason why it's so difficult is because we're so conditioned. Get a good job, get a good pay, go to school, get a good education. All this conditioning that's happening, it's hard for us to change that conditioning because we're so comfortable with it. Now you only eat what you hunt as an entrepreneur, but as you start hunting and now you start gathering a tribe and you start building that business, that's where things really start. You know, now you build a village. Now you build an empire. And so it is a, it is a conditional shift that you need to make in your mind and you can do it kind of like what you're talking about, small steps. But when you're working with people to that mutual alliance effect, like my lender, for example, he goes after my deals The guy markets for me. He calls on my leads and gets me leads. And I know we're going to talk about that to your point about your mortgage broker being able to find leads. They're out there. I've worked with them and they work with other agents. And so just having this mutual alliance of people that are vestedly interested into your business because we all win, that's where you really start succeeding when you have that good group of people and that power team behind you.
0: And if you're listening to this and you're a seasoned real estate agent thinking that we're not talking to you, we actually are talking to you. Because I know so many real estate agents, and so do you, both of which you and I could call right now after we get off this podcast, who are still, after years, not thinking of themselves as a business. They're thinking themselves as an agent, and it's holding them back. So uh, that next episode, we're going to talk about building your team, and then we're going to expand from there. Is there anything else we left on the table that we need to talk about in this one, Brian?
1: No, I would just say, you know, to the Tony Robbins aspect, right? Feed your mind every day, especially in this little aspect of becoming a business. Feed your mind every day the right things, nurture it, help yourself understand that this is who you are. Um, I think it was Stephen Covey who said, whatever you focus on expands and whatever you think about the most, you become. So stop thinking of yourself as a human being. Start thinking of yourself as a business and start focusing on that so it expands.
0: That's a great place to end. If you want to check out and follow Brian and I, check out the show notes. If you have any questions, Please drop them either in the comments or the show notes. We have an email address right in. We will, uh, well, we'll process all the questions and then we'll read them on the air and we'll let you know when it's going to happen to give you answers. Thanks, uh, Brian, for the insights here. We'll see you in the next episode.
1: All right. Take care.
0: Thanks. Bye, everyone.